0: It can always get worse. It can always get worse, and it did today. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. <laughs> no, it did oh, here we go. This was Buckle in the season. How, how is this any worse than <laughs>
1: what we've seen in the past, Their points for game went down. Uh, nine, they scored nine points two weeks ago. But
2: that was their worst. It matched the worst. Yeah, so it
1: didn't get worse. Well, on it, it average, just, it was 15. It was just as bad. <laughs> on average, it was fifteen. Yeah, but two weeks ago was the worst, when and it, it matched that. It you didn't get worse. You expect fifteen? It, it this is not, disappointing. It didn't get worse.
0: But their points per game got worse. I will say Russell. They scored, scored at nine
1: least points two weeks ago. They scored nine <laughs> they points got, tonight. No, that's worse. <laughs> that's
2: worse. Russell has scored at least thirteen. I'm confident.
0: I, it. I, I don't have much to
1: go <laughs> off of to say, yeah, I
3: believe... I, I, got I truly believe
0: it would have been better, but... Thirteen. The the What we learned today is that while Russ is a problem... Yeah. And the way that he's played is a problem. Sure is. Yeah. It's pretty clear that it's not the problem.
1: I, I mostly of, agree. I mean, part of the problem. Uh, Ru- yeah. Ru- Russ, Russ isn't the entire problem, of course.
0: Yep, but uh, I think we... In my opinion... Today we found out that the the offense itself is a bigger problem than what Russell Wilson is doing within that offense.
1: Yes, I, I agree with that, okay, but yeah. we can't also say that with a different offensive coordinator, different play caller, Russ would be like, great, we can't come to no. that farther conclusion. You know what we can yeah. say?
0: We're presented by DraftKings Sports. Oh, hey. that's a good thing to say. Assist to Allie. Anyone else, I'm sure, in the comments got it. Oh, only assist to Alley. No uh, hockey assist here. Yeah, I got oh. you. Shout out DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up to get in on lots of great deals. I had the under today, so that, Boy, always, that seems wow. to always work it out. It felt like that so, was
1: a lock right when the game started. Yep, two yeah. punts. Yep. The,
0: <laughs> the, the Jets punted to the Broncos. I think they took 23 seconds off the clock. I was like, okay, here we go.
1: Yeah, the Broncos had, I think, multiple drives under a minute today.
0: <laughs> Crazy. So, to, to circle back... Um, I guess what my main point is, I think at this point it's fair to say if the offense was better, Russell Wilson would be playing better. Yeah. And what rather than Russell Wilson dragging down the offense, I think it's more likely that the offense is dragging down Russell Wilson.
1: I think it what, I what I think that is, way. What I think is fair to say is Russ is part of the problem, but not the entire problem. Yes. Because we just don't know that from the other side. Someone would have – Nathaniel Hackett – would have to be fired, and someone else would have to come in, change the offense up, and call plays for us to be able to say that. And the
2: other piece of it is, like, you can't say, oh, the offense is terrible because the backup quarterback didn't put up big numbers. You well, know, and So that,
0: there's that piece, too. I was just about to get to that. I would normally give a, a coaching staff a break mm-hmm. for a backup quarterback starting. But when it looks so similar, just a little bit worse, um, Yep. And a lot of the same issues pop up. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of issues on the coaching staff, play calling, situational play calling, um, decision making like the 58 yard field goal attempt or 57 I think it was. Um, I, I guess when, I, when the game ended, I wish I could go back and edit my answer for Broncos round table or Broncos pick them this week, mm. which was if you could go back and change one thing from the offseason, what would it be? My answer was the Russell Wilson extension. I said, mm. for a few reasons, including the fact that even if you wanted to keep him, you get him at a discount now. True. Um, but now I want to go back. I would, I would not hire this coaching staff. And to be honest, I think the biggest blunder, even bigger than hiring Nathaniel Hackett as the head coach was Nathaniel Hackett bringing in, the most inexperienced coaching staff in the league. And, you know, you, you, you just think about what this team would look like with just like a really good veteran coaching staff who at least just knows how to keep things on the straight and narrow. And this thing just feels like it is a, a clown show at this point. It feels like they're just randomly pressing buttons. There's no identity. There's no, this is who we are. This is what we do. It's just like,
1: all right, let's try this. Let's try that. How many times did they throw the ball today? Forty-six times they dropped back and threw the ball. They had one sack, so forty-seven mm. times. in Ryan, that's what—that's the most mind-baffling thing to me.
0: Yeah, earmuffs for the kids. What the fuck? Like, yeah. Are you? Ki- you get your backup quarterback in here, and your thought, your game plan. Because remember, this thing wasn't getting away from them in any stretch of the mind. This was a one score game all the way down to the very last play. Yeah. And you decide to sling it around with Brett Rippon. Look, I know the running backs weren't great. And that's the big thing. But come on. You have to commit to the run. You have to lean into it. You have to try to get this thing going all night long when you have your backup quarterback in. If it was Russell Wilson, yep. I would say, okay, running backs couldn't get anything done. You kind of had to lean on Russell Wilson. But. Your thought was, okay, we're going to kind of have to lean on Brett Rippon? Yeah,
1: this Give is Give me a break. That was kind of their way of uh, Nathaniel Hackett maybe trying to show, look, it's not me, it's Russ. And clearly, we did not come away from this game thinking that. Yeah, that's the worst part of this game from Nathaniel Hackett's uh view, in my opinion, is 47 passing attempts. When, like you said, Ryan, it was a game all the way till the very last play Mm -hmm. now on that very last play sure throw the ball it's fourth and ten you might as well uh but
0: how about uh, not just chucking it up to the end zone on sauce gardner yeah (laughs) uh on all of the biggest plays of the game unbelievable Yeah, yeah
1: really bad play designs really poor execution by rip to go to him i hope for nathaniel hackett's sake rip wasn't the number one option and so i'm happy that we got all of this on the coaching staff out there, because that's a massive, maybe the biggest issue mm-hmm. with this team right now. But another week goes by, and another really bad black eye for George Payton. Because the coaching staff is on him. True. But look at the offense. It's not just a quarterback that's inept. This this team, we thought, we're like, who's the number one? Is it Tim Patrick? Is it Courtland Sutton? Is it Jerry, Judy? These guys, they could all be 1,000-yard receivers. Yeah. For back-to-back weeks now, Corton Sutton has not showed up to the game. Jerry Judy actually ha- had a nice mm-hmm. game today statistically. Uh, and But, I mean, he's been underwhelming. Tim Patrick's obviously hurt. The offensive line is in total shambles. Uh, and uh, now there has been injuries, sure. Yeah. But we were saying how deep this team was, and everyone was getting so much praise to George Pay mm-hmm. for building the deep team. No, this offense is just – I mean, you look out there, and if you are honest with yourself – the talent is so underwhelming. It's yeah, bad. and, and I, I hate
0: to go to the injury route, but it does matter. Javonte Williams is extremely talented. Tim Patrick is very talented. You know, Some of your offensive linemen are at least more talented than the ones that you have out there right now. Um, so I think that would make...
1: I mean, on the offensive line, you're missing Garrett Bowles. Yep. I mean, you had Kush, you had Dalton, you had Quinn.
0: He's your second most talented offensive lineman, though, yep. behind Quinn. But, I
1: mean, you're only missing one offensive lineman. Go through the NFL. How many teams are missing one offensive lineman? Of course. Of course.
0: I'm just saying that the overall talent on the offense has definitely taken a hit. You thought that Russell Wilson would elevate all of those players, and obviously that hasn't happened at all. Um, And, you know, again, I would go back to I think the offense is pulling all of those players down and and maybe the play calling. But your point stands separation isn't there. Uh, the, the line can't hold up even for like nice play designs today. There's like this cool double cross, double deep cross thing. Both of them, uh, crossers ended up coming open way down the field. Can't get it off. So it's like, it's just a calamity of errors and it's, it is a problem. Talent is a big problem right now.
1: But, but, but j- just to play devil's advocate, on the other side of the ball, you're missing a starting cornerback. Mm-hmm. You're missing a starting linebacker with yep. Josie Jewell. You're missing Randy Gregory, your, I believe, highest paid defensive player, second highest maybe to, to Justin Simmons. They're right there. And your defense still goes out. And balls out, and that's a credit to the depth on defense. Yep. It's also a credit to the coaching staff on the defensive side of the ball, and, and, and it's a credit to the starters that are still playing. So, I mean, what this all boils down to, it's no surprise to anyone, it's the offense. And what's so sickening and disappointing about it is this offense was supposed to be the savior this year. This was supposed to be Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett. This was supposed to be the combination that that brought the team back to, to relevance. And it turns out that they're worse than any offense we've seen, maybe ever, through the first seven games of a season. And I believe this is their worst start as a team, mm-hmm. being two and five. Not in the past six years. In the past over a decade. You <laughs> have to go back to two thousand eleven, since this team was two and five or worse through seven games. Play mind blowing. Mm-hmm
0: playoffs they did Um, (laughs) i'll take tim tebow
1: over any quarterback the broncos (laughs) have
0: yeah i mean wow with what he did that year at least he made big plays in big moments every single game has been a three-point game or closer in the fourth quarter today Mm -hmm. held that uh true and that tells me a few things and the biggest one to me is the one that i've been harping on for the last few weeks since i think the colts game team just doesn't know how to win they simply don't make and, and really it's just offensively yeah. um, but they simply don't make big plays and big moments too, the defense has though also had some of their worst moments yeah. in the biggest moments yeah. yeah and that is just it's a losers disease yeah. losing is a disease and they are deeply deeply infected right now uh, and, and it's across the board but it doesn't I guess my biggest fear and my biggest worry uh, and and i can't even call it fears and worries now because the season's basically over um but is that this coaching staff doesn't have the answers they don't know where to turn they don't know what button to press and i really do feel like they're just button mashing right now trying to see what can work uh and nothing does so yes talent is an issue injuries obviously have been an issue um you know, bad plays and bad moments on both sides of the ball have been an issue. But the worst part is, I just don't think they have the answers, uh, and that—that's what makes me feel most helpless about where the Broncos are right now.
2: And they can't run the football. Like that's—that's that's what it comes back to for me. Like you just have to be able to find a way to run the ball, especially when you have a backup quarterback. Like you can't ask, like you guys said, Brett Ripon to pass the ball 48 times. Just not going to work. Insane. But also, when Melvin Gordon has 11 carries for 33 yards and Latavius Murray has 8 carries for 24 yards, Mike Boone has 4 for 23, Hurt. then he gets hurt. Like, there's... You can't run the ball. You, your quarterback is a backup and your receivers have been disappointing. Your passing game in general has been disappointing all season. Like, that's not going to get fixed. Like, they're... I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. Like, what? You just keep running the jet sweeps and trick whatever's the The screens aren't working. You can't go with that anymore. I mean... I don't I don't know if there is a button to press.
1: And the unfortunate thing is the defense has done a great job holding yeah. the Broncos in there has nearly to be, every game.
0: There has to be a button to press to score 17 points a game.
1: And and that's what I was going to say with how inept the Colts offense was against the Broncos, how how great the Broncos defense was against the Chargers offense and how bad the jets were i mean the jets are a, a good solid football team mm-hmm. outside of their quarterback who is just flat out bad yep. so bad and he brought their team down so much today i mean he's doing sp- i mean he's looking like madden out there he's looking like a reckless madden player out yep. there <laughs> you're supposed to lose that game like 55 to 7 when you have that bad of quarterback play, Zach Wilson was so bad. And the Broncos' offense was worse than that. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. the Broncos' defense got beat on two plays, really. Yep. Gave up 99 yards on two plays, and that was too much. The yeah. margin for error is zero yep. with this team. The defense gave up two big plays, including the 62-yard touchdown to Brees Hall, and that was it. That that was the game. I think I joked with Henry at, at halftime. And I said, ah, that's the go-ahead uh, field goal right there when, when they went up 10-9. Yep. I, I thought it was a joke. It wasn't a joke. The, was the, it? The, the, oh, it the, was the a Jets, joke, all right. The Jets didn't need to score again. <laughs> now they did and, and went up uh, 16-9, and that was it.
0: Second half offense. Punt, punt, punt. Interception, punt. Turnover on downs, turnover on downs. Wow. so that really is Those punts brutal. were uh, kind of bright spots. Oh, yeah. I got roasted on Twitter <laughs> because I tweeted out six straight punts in the game. And said, "Fair catch the fever," and <laughs> seconds later, Brett Rippin threw an interception, and everyone's like, yep. "Oh, you didn't want to, you didn't want to punt. Here's what you get. That's, <laughs> those are our options right now: punt or a turnover." And that was a terrible throw. Like that's one that just gets confusing. That was when I thought, "There's your proof it can get worse." Yes, exactly. But Russell Wilson has, you know, has lost them a game legs. with two really yep. bad picks too. Also awesome um, true. So, but that was kind of my point going into this week though, is just like I feel like Russell Wilson can at least. Make somewhat smart decisions with the football as I he think has been for 13. the most part this season. Um, I think it was been seventeen thirteen. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's where that's what I meant. Seeing it doesn't really matter. No, and uh, yeah, it shows that there's just there's so many massive issues on the offensive side of the ball.
0: It's brutal. Uh, it's it's really brutal. One more thing I wanted to say on the offense, I forget. The I Dulcich? did want to point what Dulcich? Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. bad. Making um, some little catches down there. I believe this the is the third straight Denver Broncos hire. Yes, I, I'm fairly confident in this. <laughs> that has lost four games in a row in their first season.
1: Lost. Wow. Well, Van- Vance did it. Yep. Um. Vic started 0 4. Vic did, and yeah. Now, and we're only seven games in. What a time to accomplish it. Yeah. And the good news, bad news, who knows? Broncos are on a plane to London in 24 hours. They get to play. The two and five Jets, another Jags, Jags, another kind of primetime game where the Broncos get to be two and five and play the two and five Jags. Uh, and this is just awful because likely the loser of that game is going to be the worst team in the AFC, the entire AFC.
0: How about your Jags?
1: Hey, how about your goals? goals?
0: Uh, Still better. Three, three and one. I think not bad. Um, it's this is a disaster. It's an it's an abject disaster on all fronts except for the defense.
1: It is worse than I could have ever imagined. If you, I think anyone,
0: I yeah. really even the biggest Broncos hater in the world yeah. would not have looked at this team and said they're going to be two and five, averaging fourteen points a game. No and, way. And no. let
1: me remind you that this was the easy part of the schedule. Yep. The Broncos have one more easy game next week against against the Jags, uh, even after the bye week. You can say, well, no, the Panthers is a win. I don't know. The Panthers look like a team that was uh, playing with their hair on fire mm-hmm. today. And old then, quarterbacks again. Too. Yeah,
0: Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers lost. Uh, Matt Stafford didn't play. Matt Ryan lost. So uh, old quarterbacks were o for today, and Russ didn't play.
1: Not just uh, old quarterbacks being o for Matt Ryan. He put up 10 points. Jared Goff. Not the oldest quarterback. He put up six points. old. Six plays. Points. He's definitely not
0: old. He, play, plays old.
1: Isn't he 30-ish? Eh, I old don't
4: older.
0: think
1: so. Okay. Well, he put up <laughs> plays six, old. six points. Uh, Tom Brady put up three points. Aaron Rodgers did put up 21 points. Good job, Aaron. Con- congratulations. And, uh, yeah, I guess Russ didn't play, but nine points for the Broncos. Uh, the... Uh, Dolphins have been playing for 5 minutes and 29 seconds now. They almost have as many points as the Broncos. Good for Um. them. Yeah, in about uh, a 12th of the time. So that's all bad. But there's still many more Broncos games. And if you want to get to a Broncos game, go over to Game Time, where they are going to have the tickets for you. Ticket prices are dropping. Now, maybe, if you think the Broncos are going to turn this thing around in a little bit, Russ is going to come back healthy, whether it's next week or in three weeks from now, and be healthy. We'll buy your tickets for the rest of the season right now over at game time because... What is it? You're supposed to buy low, sell high? This is the yeah, time yeah. to buy low. So get in over at Game Time. Use our link in the description on YouTube, or if you're watching on Pi or listening on podcast form, it's in the description. Click on that. It brings you all to the Broncos games right there. So you don't need to go searching for it and it helps us out. So make sure to click on that link in our description. Allie asked me what
0: I wanted for dinner. I said I wanted a plate of knives. Uh. Uh, that's
1: yeah, that's exactly really true. intense. Not, yeah. Not
0: an option, but an option. I could drink some liquid death. Ooh. Which sounds Sounds similar, but actually is delightful. Uh, Severed Lime, the best in my opinion, but all of their flavors are amazing. I really like they have like a light carbonation to them, so it's super drinkable. Huh. Sometimes I feel like anything with carbonation doesn't actually quench my thirst. Yep. But uh, Liquid Death legitimately does quench your thirst. Makes you feel hydrated to get, you know, a little, little bit of flavor, little bubbles in there. It's uh, It's delicious. I love, I love Liquid Death, and you can check out where it is near you by going to liquiddeath.com slash dnvr. You can get like four for five bucks Woo. at some retailer. So liquiddeath.com slash dnvr. Try it out. I've had a few people tweet at me saying, you were right, Severed Lime. It's amazing. Love the product. Love yeah. all of them. Yep.
2: Yeah. I was actually at the tailgate today. I was drinking just like the normal water, and I was drinking it. And I was talking to Eric and I told him, I was like, I just drank this and thought, wow, I could just drink this all day. Mm -hmm. And it's just water. Yeah. It's just water. But it's so good. You should drink it all day. (laughs) so good. Yeah, you should. No, yeah, definitely. Liquid Death is awesome. But uh, also we're awesome. Get yourself a membership. Come on down to the bar. Get discounts there. Get discounts to come to the tailgates. Just come to the tailgates in general. If you're coming to London, buy those ticket packages that we have. You can go to Eventbrite. Just search DNVR London. It'll all pop up right there. Um, But, yeah, we're doing a lot of cool things. So even if the Broncos suck, we're going to have fun. So stick with us.
5: And don't forget that you can just go to the tailgate in London uh, if you don't want to do the whole package. The tailgate will be so fun right before the game. And like we do out here in Denver, sometimes you got to enjoy the tailgate as much as you can because you (laughs) might not be enjoying the product on the field. So come down to the the tailgate in London. Like
0: I said, uh, as a Buffs fan, I've learned it. Um, Now, the good news for the Broncos is I don't think it'll ever get as bad as where it is for the buffs uh, broncos but, do
1: have double the number of wins as the buffs
0: yes they do wow, uh, and the, yeah they, they actually have a good defense
1: and the same number of wins as colorado state university
0: yes good good wow. dub over hawaii um <laughs> can i just quick uh zach's gonna hate this but i just have to point out a couple things oh boy one Love this that was a fumble should have been a touchdown ah uh, broncos yep. w- w- uh i guess they would have had their 16 if that uh, play is officiated correctly. Oh, man, I hate
1: this segment right now. (laughs) It's not a segment.
0: Two, Jerry Judy pass interference in the end zone should have been called. Three, Mm. Cortland Sutton pass interference in the end zone should have been called.
1: On the final play?
0: Yeah, not the final play, but the play before that. Okay. He had his hand inside of his shoulder pads. Oh, really? Yep. Mm. On the back, on the collar. I haven't seen those. I can't speak uh, to
1: those. Just just brutal.
0: Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, you kind of have to earn – yeah, the benefit of the doubt from the refs—it's not necessarily fair, uh, but it is the truth. Like they're just, when you're just essentially like throwing up prayers, the refs usually aren't gonna um, aren't gonna call it, especially well, when you're a, t- a team like the Broncos. So
1: on the on the fumble. They must have thought that Zach Wilson's wrist was down on that, and that he was touched by Draymond Jones coming off the spin. We we didn't get the best angles of it, so I couldn't see. But that's just what I have to imagine they saw, right?
0: I guess that that's what they saw. But it's not the wrist; it would be the forearm.
1: I think it was like literally like the wrist, wrist, not. But
0: that's not. You're not down. You can use your hand to keep yourself up. It was, up.
1: like, crooked, though. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, ju- I'm just trying to yeah. see what they saw.
0: My big thing is very poorly officiated play. Let the play uh, play out. Because even if uh, they re- overturn that and give it to the Broncos, well, the Broncos are just going to stall out in the red zone anyway and end up with a field goal. But it so didn't took- matter,
1: though. Like, if they would have given that back, the poorly officiating they are saying wouldn't have mattered because...
0: I don't think they would have overturned it, is what I'm saying. If they, if they called it... The way that refs are taught to call it, which is let the play play out. I don't think they would have gone back and said that isn't a fumble.
1: They let play out, didn't they? No, no, they they blew oh, okay. it after the Broncos got it. But what I'm saying is the Broncos wouldn't have. They would have been down there. Yeah. Like they they wouldn't. They still would have over. They still would have said Zach Wilson was down. So it didn't matter that they did or didn't let the play play out. They,
2: Why? Well, they said stand. So whatever they called on the
0: field would have stood. I'm Otherwise saying if they would have called it a touchdown, they wouldn't have said they sure. wouldn't have said there was enough evidence to overturn it.
1: Oh, I just they have to do what they think is right, yeah. and they thought it yeah. was. Right but
0: they are coached to let it play out. The refs.
1: No, if they thought he was down, they, they would have just called him down, which is what they did.
0: Yes, but what I'm saying is, in those situations, the referees are taught let the play play out because then it's an automatic review.
1: I don't think they are though. They are if, if he's if they think he's down, they're gonna call him down
0: but they kind of like the play went then they called him down whatever doesn't matter
1: um poorly officiated play kind of along these lines Broncos four penalties so something hey. went right for them today only four penalties for 34 wow. yards Hang i the believe banner. their first penalty came in the second quarter i believe yeah. with 4 minutes left so yeah improvement
0: mm-hmm. i think the, the offensive line on the whole on a on the whole played a admirable game considering the personnel that they had The quarterback that they had um, didn't, you know, not a lot of crushing penalties Mm -hmm. from that group. Um, Obviously not. It's not a plus group by any stretch of the mind, but I just thought like with what they were dealing with, they actually did a decent job.
1: And I think it was kind of telling, not a surprise that Russell Wilson takes a lot of sacks that are on himself. I should
0: say in the past game, they did a terrible job in the run game.
1: Yeah. And (laughs) and speaking of the past game, not a surprise that Russ takes a lot of sacks on himself, but today kind of showed that Uh, Brett Ripon, one sack today uh russell wilson i think it was entering this week was like the fifth fourth or fifth most sacked quarterback in the league so that is something that you can put on russ though but again that's not a surprise we kind of knew that from all of his ears in seattle
0: yep yep absolutely um all right well this is a big con- uh, conversation in the comments um so let's bring it up buyers or sell well i shouldn't even say that <laughs> if the broncos sell Who's it gonna be, and what kind of value could they get? Well, it, so the,
2: yeah, Alberto is number one on the list. If you don't trade Alberto, then something's
0: gone wrong. Can you trade him? I guess would be the question. Is I mean, anyone the, willing to give anything? If the
2: Broncos are getting calls on him, then people are offering something, and it's not just the you know conditional seventh. Because if it if if they were,
1: well, I think it's just exactly. a conditional. Seventh. It, it, it's just a conditional. You think seventh. so? I don't know. If he's you been get inactive yeah. the past two games. The well, Broncos are saying he has no value. Well, we're gonna have, Eric. All you need is two teams to believe that. Exactly. All
0: you need is two teams to believe he does have value to be able to get something. To get it exactly. to a seventh or a sixth.
2: Yeah, that's what you're looking for. But I mean, you're getting calls. They're not saying yes to the questions. So there must be some sort of action back there. But I mean, he's gonna be gone. He has he to be. Dolce is taking his job.
1: But that's and not. And he's much better
0: already. Yeah, it's
1: it. That's like the tiniest little thing we're talking oh, about yeah. because Alberto's not, for all practical purposes, not on this team anymore. He has zero impact. Yep. The three big names that came out today from Adam Schefter is that multiple teams are calling about KJ Hamler, Jerry Judy and bradley chubb Mm -hmm. and uh, it also adam also said that the broncos aren't going to just give these guys away they're gonna have to get good offers well the more you lose before the trade deadline the more that kind of hurts your argument a little bit and so what are we talking for these guys
0: first of all i want to start here i know everyone wants to trade judy i think that's a really bad move and the reason why is because you already have a separation problem with your wide receivers if you lose jerry judy who at least does get separation you know you even on the deep throw today like he beat sauce um he had a great route uh on a third down that ended up in a conversion like he he still does run great routes if you take him out of that room you have no one who gets separation so I don't know that all I'm saying is you're it's not just about the rest of this year. It means you're opening up a hole on your roster that you now have to fill in the offseason. So whether that's through the draft again with a you know with a, a high value pick, not that you have any, but maybe you get one back for this trade. You're trading Jerry Judy, maybe you get a second round pick. Well, now that second round pick potentially has to be used on a wide receiver.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, so I think you're creating a hole that you can't necessarily afford to create. Now, maybe it's a free agent wide receiver of which there are plenty, and you can find value wide receivers in the draft. It's happening all over the place. But I just think you're opening up a hole there that you don't necessarily want to open up.
1: Well, the thing is for me when it comes to these three players, it is two things. One are the Broncos going to tear this thing down more than just this year? Because Jerry, Judy, you can kind of make the case for Bradley Chubb that if you move on from him, well, it only impacts him this year. They weren't going to re-sign him anyways, which we've talked about and we'll continue to talk about, that maybe that's true, maybe that's not. But Jerry, Judy, he's on your roster for a couple of more years, and he is part of your future, whether you like him or not, right now. But I mean, he had seven catches for 96 yards today. He did, he did. Uh, He still did have a drop today, Um but uh, I, I agree. I agree. But then the other thing with these three guys is you have to decide. Well, what's the right value? And Ryan, you yep. said a second round pick for Jerry Judy. I don't think there's any way that no. the Broncos then are. Getting you just this. can't do it. And so that's they did, yeah. it. Where where I'm at right now with these guys is, I am like George Payton saying I'm not just going to give these guys away because the Broncos shouldn't be, and where they are as a franchise, they're not in a position to just tank the next few years. They can't just sell everyone to then get great draft capital and build up in the draft. No, they're they're not in that position. So saying just get rid of these guys, sell them for anything, doesn't make sense with where this team's at. So good value for Jerry. If you get a second, oh, my gosh, you run away with that. You feel great about it. But then it still does present the option, right? What are you doing with that? but what it's more likely going to be in my mind is a fourth, a fifth, and then it's yeah. like are you really replacing Jerry Judy with a fourth or a fifth round pick? No. KJ Hamler, a sixth, a seventh? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what you
0: could possibly get for KJ. And, and, and
1: so that's where I'm at. Cuz I
0: would trade KJ at, like yeah. He, he seems unhappy. Yeah. Um he's not really like getting I don't feel like he's being used. I mean, he's just being used to run deep routes at this point, which I feel like other teams would see more value in using him in other ways.
1: I mean, it's, it's honestly like me and my Madden team when I can't use a guy right, so I'm totally burning him, but no one's offering me anything good. I'm like, well, no, he's just going to burn on my team. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. just going to give him away to you. 100%. That's, that's exactly how this feels. Now, Bradley Chubb's the interesting one. Can you get a first-round pick from him? Can you get a late first-round pick from a team that's a contender right now that thinks he's the final piece, and then they can franchise tag him after this year? Well, if you do that, now you, you have a first-round pick. Yeah. and If that's on it. the table,
0: you have to it, do it. Exactly.
1: Now, second-round pick, okay? Baron Browning now has a hip strain, mm-hmm. uh, which we just just learned from Mike Kliss. You, then you kind of have to think about, okay, well, what's the future of the outside linebacker position? Is he in it? Is he not? Baron. Yes. He is. No, 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 no. no oh. Baron. You have to take that into consideration when thinking about Chubb. Just okay, like, okay. Our, you go. Randy Gregory's hurt. Baron Browning's now hurt. Yep. Uh, Nick Benito, we haven't position. seen anything. Exactly. So you got to take that into consideration. Mm. You don't even think about if it's first, second, third, however far it third goes. Third is an plan.
0: absolute no. Yep. Second. The problem is, it's still a contender, so you're getting a late second. Right. It's yeah. probably a no for me, especially you know Hank brought up when we had this conversation the first time. You can franchise him next year. It's not a completely yeah. lost asset if you don't sign him uh, long term. You can, and if as- you
2: don't, it's a third round comp pick. Unless you're gonna go get somebody
0: crazy in free agency, right? So, I am a hundred percent in on a first round pick, just because you need something to look forward to this offseason which is like okay well at least we have that first round pick where we can plug one of our massive holes you talk about Madden I don't like to compare it but when I do make trades in Madden it's because I have a surplus at a position not like the wide receiver group where you have nothing right. you do have a little bit of a surplus at edge um, especially with the emergence of, of, of Baron Browning and the contract of Randy Gregory you'd like to have more and you'd absolutely keep Chubb if you don't get the value so that's an easy decision for me and someone wants to overpay a little bit to essentially take their shot at a super bowl fine someone if, if they're trying to you know wrench you you just say no way i'm doing this because
1: we envision we have value for him on our team and not that george payton needs this lesson in 2022 football. But your offense needs a lot of help. Your defense is way fine. Your defense can get a little worse next year and still be a great defense and keep you in games. Your offense needs so much help. And that's why I'm kind of at the point now. Yeah, you definitely can franchise tag Bradley Chubb. I want that $20 million to go on the offensive side. And so if I can save the $20 million and get probably a second-round pick back for Bradley Chubb, you probably do it. But, man... Is that a crazy realization with George Payton having to look himself in the mirror and say, not only are we like sellers for the rest of this year, but we're kind of sellers for the next, for, for like a little bit of the future as well, where these trades are going impact, to impact us next year too. That is not where we thought this Broncos team was going to be five months ago, four months ago, mm-hmm. a month ago. The Broncos a month ago were two and one. Yep. And even again, just a circle back to the wide receivers.
0: Even getting Tim Patrick back, not a separation guy. True. So you you would, you would just have no one at that position. No one yeah. in the role of can get themselves open without the throw being in the right spot. Essentially. And that's if, why if you
2: can get a second, you have yeah, to do it exactly. though. Exactly. Yep. Like if you can get a second, I mean the only a second round receiver would are- be better than Jerry Judy. Like I I don't have much concern. <laughs> you still there have to at hit all. on it, but oh, just receivers hit so quickly. That's the tough part. Yep.
0: I don't think it would either. The reason why I would agree with it is because uh, of taking the second. Is because when I separate just the play on the field, Jerry Judy's had maturity issues, and you know uh, he doesn't block. Yeah, like so,
2: there's just nothing on the fringe that adds on top of the whatever 700 yards he's
0: gonna put up. So so I can I can see it, uh, but it just all I'm saying is just be prepared to uh, now you all you did was open up a hole. So you're, even the, the assets that you get are just going to be used to refill the hole that you just created.
2: Or just go find a slot receiver. You know, this year it could have been Cole Beasley, who I guess is now out of Christian the league. Christian Kirk. But yeah, I mean, Christian Kirk was expensive, but yeah. yeah. I mean, if there's... Very there's, expensive. Yeah, there's somebody out there, 8, 10 million bucks. You sign them. That's a lot of money committed to receivers, but you, you are where you are right now, you know?
1: Well, it, but... And then you have the pick. I mean, you still do have a Tim Patrick, uh, a Cortland Sutton. It's not like you're giving Russell Wilson nothing. Yeah, and Greg Dulcich, who's the re- yeah.
0: slowly but surely proving himself to be yeah. an asset.
1: I mean, second-leading receiver today in receptions and yards, only behind Jerry Judy. So he's he's turning into to be that. But you need your quarterback not just to be like, good, you need an elite quarterback to raise the level of everyone and I think that's probably one of the biggest disappointments with Russ is is he just hasn't done that for the offensive line, he hasn't done that for the receivers, he hasn't done that for the tight ends, he hasn't done it for anyone yet and again, goes back to the conversation it's much more than just him, but typically an elite quarterback does make a bad coach look average, look okay, Mm -hmm. and we're just not seeing that.
0: Rare in the NFL, but just brought up in the comments. Jerry Judy, Elijah Moore Straight swap? No, you need more. You would hey. have to add? Elijah Moore is not good. You need more. Oh, you need... Okay, you... Yeah.
2: Broncos would need more. Elijah Moore's done nothing. He can't separate.
3: He okay. doesn't do... He doesn't I, have a... I yeah. honestly haven't watched him enough. No.
1: Do you think he flew here? I wonder. Jerry could just get on the plane, yeah. back with the Jets.
0: Sure. Oh, gosh. Jerry dealing with the New York media would be something. <laughs> would be. Um... Yeah, I mean, here, here is the, you know, just talking about this is outlined the over, there's a lot of holes. And it's kind of a leaky boat syndrome. You plug one, you open up another one. You try to get, you're just not like, it, the fact that you don't have a first-round pick this year is or, such or, a disaster a right now. Or a second. Um, because it's just, you have these holes, you can try to trade guys away to... Get yourself assets to plug them, but like I said, depending on who it, who it is, you're opening up a new hole. It's a bad situation, and yeah. the only the only way it gets better is Russell Wilson getting better. Yeah. Um, and like I said today, at least gives me a little bit of hope that when, And I and I do feel like this is a win situation now. When they change the coaching staff, you might get a better. Russell Wilson
1: okay and let's talk about Russ because Ian Rappaport and Tom Pellicero reported this morning that he has a grade two strain which is essentially uh, a hamstring tear a partial hamstring tear they say that Russ was really fighting to play this week Nathaniel Hackett pulled him back Uh, Russell Wilson's really wanting to play next week after the game Nathaniel Hackett said Russ is trending in that direction to play what are we doing You're two and five. Now, of course, Nathaniel Hackett, if Russell Wilson says he wants to play Nathaniel Hackett, he admitted after the game, there's heat everywhere when asked about being two and five. He knows that there's heat around him, around the team. Uh, But no, George Payton, step in. Don't let Russell Wilson play next week. It makes no sense. This is a multi-week injury, and he will have three straight weeks off. If he does not play next week, don't let Russ practice. He is hurt. Ryan, you said it. The best way to turn the season around, but more so just the future of this team, starting really next year, Mm -hmm. is with a healthy Russell Wilson. Do not have him go out there, re-aggravate the injury, only give him one week off because of the bye, and then you know what? We're in the exact same place the following week Mm -hmm. with, by the way, uh, nine games left after the bye. This. Nathan- I think it's above Nathaniel Hackett's head. George Payton needs to step in and say, no, Russ, you are not playing. I don't know. The season's over now. I, I didn't want to come out too strong. I believed it last week. I didn't want to come out too strong and say, just think, what if they went on create? Two and five. You're done. Don't hurt your – friend treat your franchise quarterback right.
0: If that's the case, then you might as well just sit him down for the whole season.
1: No, that's not the case because he's hurt right now. I'm not saying yeah. sit him down because he's not good. No, but this I'm is saying like a two- like, to four-week injury. Give him three weeks off, and if he's still not healthy, give him that fourth week off.
0: But the shoulder injury is also a long-term injury. Uh,
1: Nathaniel Hackett last week was very honest with us about where Russ was with his hamstring. He said his shoulder's totally fine. So he but said it's, it's not. It, that's what he, not? he said. He said it's not <laughs> it about could be. it. So. I
2: don't know. I mean, you, you got to have some momentum. You, the, the goal of this season at this point should be to gain momentum with the offense at some point. Like, figure something out. Have Russ build some chemistry with somebody. Like, you just, you, you got to come away from the season with something. Otherwise, you're just set so far back. It's like, you probably do just rest him next week. It's tempting to say, like, oh, just go out there, see if you can get a win. But, I, I again, without knowing the actual details of the injury, if it's one of those things I say, well, yeah, if he just sits out one more week, he's perfectly healthy, by all means, just do that. If they're saying, like, yeah, yeah, he might get a little bit better. It also, like, it might not really matter whether he plays or not. Like, go out there and get the win. I could see it. Without I think all the information. Hamstring,
1: though, I, think, I think that's enough information to say that if you go out there, it can get re-injured.
3: Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I mean, I don't know.
0: That's the problem with hamstrings, though, is it's like it's it's kind of, it's a lingering injury. Mm-hmm. True. Um, so I don't know if three weeks is enough. Um, I guess my thought is maybe not the whole season. But if you're not playing him this week, then – you also have to not play him after the bye if he's still dealing with it. And you're just saying Mm -hmm. he's down until he's 100% healthy. I just don't think it's going to happen. I also think that Russ and his people are going to make a bit of a fuss about getting him on the field this week. Of course. And I think they'll win that battle.
1: Well, if that's the case, then boy... I mean, it very well may be the case, but then George Payton's not the right guy either. Because you, at a point... (laughs) have to be able to tell a player and his team no at some point in the organization it has to
2: that is true and and so far
1: i i don't think the broncos have been pushed to have to tell them no outside of this week they did um now maybe this was the first one so it was a little easier but I don't think the Broncos ever were worried about Russell Wilson having his entourage in the building and, and all that stuff in training camp and giving Russ his own. I think they were totally open to that. I think they wanted to. So I don't think any of these things be leading up to this has been like the the Broncos saying no and Russ saying yes. Mm-hmm. This next week may be the first situation where they really mm-hmm. encounter that.
0: Sorry. I'm just seeing soccer on the bar TVs. Is it halftime? No.
1: Um, nobody's it, it is halftime. not. It is not. All right. That, that was on Footballer. I know. That's what I'm looking yeah. at. <laughs> yeah. You
0: guys keep going. i will uh, just going to look uh, at my computer here real quick. Oh, wow. <laughs> we
1: got 13-0 the Miami Dolphins against Pittsburgh. Uh, let's actually talk to the people right now. But before we do, I have to tell you about our friends over at Hassle Cattle Company. They've got the best meat out there. And if you use the code DNVR20 over at HassleCattleCompany.com, you're going to get 20% off your entire purchase. Hassle Cattle Company, Texas-based company, where they raise their meat right there, then ship it straight to your door. It's good enough. They call it the Blue Collar Wagyu because it's top shelf and affordable, which is something that you cannot find. And they ship anywhere in the U.S. in just days. So make sure to check them out over at hasslecattlecompany.com and use the code DNVR20 for 20% off.
2: And also, make sure that you check out our friends over at SportsFan. Some of you are probably out there today uh, at the tailgate. Hopefully you made that quick trip in there because SportsFan has all sorts of cool stuff. They've got um, those baseball jerseys there, Broncos. They've got a bunch of actual Bronco jerseys um but the thing is it's all stuff that you can't find in the team store um it's it's really cool it's i don't know if i were to get some broncos gear i'd definitely be getting it there because it's the best stuff out there um so head on over to sports fan like i said there's a location on federal where the tailgate is there are two on the 16th street mall there's one in park meadows they're all really good make sure you get out there
5: and And real quick you get 10 percent off if you go from the tailgate into the store and buy something so if you're at the tailgate Go check it out. You get 10% off.
1: Another reason to go to the tailgate. Ian B. in our comment section saying he forgot Tua was back, and he put a ton of money on the Steelers. Ian probably went over and checked out our friends over at DraftKings to do that. You can probably get in uh, on Steelers' money line pretty heavy right now because the Steelers are down 13 points. And if you want to get in on the action of the Broncos next week, 7.30 Mm -hmm. game in Denver in the morning, you want to get in on Sunday Night Football, you want to get on Monday Night Football tomorrow, go over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up because if you place a $5 money line bet on any NBA team They're going to give you $200 in free bets if that NBA team wins. You could have used that on the Nuggets beating the Thunder last night. You could have used it on the Nuggets beating the Warriors the night before. DraftKings was offering a promotion in that game where if the Nuggets went up 7 at any point in the game, your money line bet on the Nuggets won. That's something that DraftKings does for NBA, NHL. It did Uh, for the NFL as well. So make sure to go over. Use the code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. See the terms in our show notes.
0: Before we get to the chats, just one question I want to ask you guys: How hot is Nathaniel Hackett's seat? Are we trending towards in-season firing? Like, do you think that's actually going to happen, or is it just kind of like a fan pipe dream right now? Because everyone wants, uh, for lack of a better term, blood for this uh, for this level of incompetence on offense. I
2: would say probably for the first time. It's more likely it happens in season than it doesn't
1: today. What was brutal and what would lend to Hank's point, the Broncos announced 5,000 something, no shows. It was way more than that. But the more concerning thing to me was what happened at the end of the game with four minutes left. Half the stadium was gone with one minute with 90 seconds left. And the Broncos having a chance to win the game, tie the game or win the game there was 10% of people at still best. in the crowd at, at best on the final play. 5% of fans in the crowd. It, it, I kid you not. It was that It's bad. pretty crazy. And the Walton Penners are at the games and it was the, it wasn't as bad in overtime against the Colts, the Broncos last home no. game, but it was still really embarrassing where 50% of the crowd was there at overtime. And that is something that I think what could, could make this happen in the middle of this season. Um, if the broncos continue in this trajectory of literally losing every game of their past four yeah nathaniel hackett's not going to make it through the season i think they're gonna just want to give him the benefit of the doubt though look he got a great benefit of the doubt today russell wilson uh did not play and i don't think a firing happens in one week from today after they play the jags but no. it's not looking good for hackett so right now i'll say he makes it through the season
0: to the commenter henry lost a bet that's why he has I the did U.S. did lose
2: a bet. Well, he <laughs> lost
0: his fantasy league by not setting my lineup for, for at least four weeks oh, in excuses. basketball. It's
2: NBA. Nobody pays attention. Well, yeah, that's, that's unreasonable. Tough. Apparently,
0: everyone paid attention a little more than you did. <laughs>
2: uh, well, it was true. that combined with the sucking.
0: Ah, okay. Um, I personally think bi week firing is very much in the cards.
1: So, eight days from now.
0: Yep. I think it's possible. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's possible. I just. I think they would say, "Let's give Ivorow a run at it. Let's give Kubiak a run at it. What? They, they, an old uh, Zach Stevens phrase. It can't get worse."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it really can't.
0: Yeah, and, and it would be worth just if if you're gonna do it. Uh, the old, you know, the old phrase: "What must be, what will be done eventually, must be done immediately." You at least get a chance to give Ivorow a chance you know a chance because he's going to be part i would assume of your coaching search think of this legit- i can't believe we do another we're going to do another coaching that search this offseason
1: uh in 8 days the broncos could potentially move on from their rookie head coach mm-hmm. they could trade away a top 5 pick they could trade away a top 15 pick, which was viewed by many as the best route runner coming out of college maybe of all time uh, and the best the best receiver in one of the deepest receiver classes of yep. all time. Uh, and they could trade away a second-round pick. Think about that. Rookie head coach, top five pick, top 15 pick, and a second-round pick. Could all be gone as this team could be two and six. Crazy. And the could-be's don't seem that crazy anymore.
0: No. And... I just have to assume the Walton Penner group is, I don't know, whatever the worst word you can think of in terms of their feeling, disgusted.
1: And the thing about that is they have to be disgusted also at George Payton because he was the one that made the Hackett hire. He's the one that made uh, the, the uh, Russell Wilson trade. And those are the two biggest things right now. So mm-hmm. if you're the Walton Penner group, and you're saying, okay, who do I trust in this organization to help us get a, get us back? Well, it's Damani Leach because you hired him and business side hasn't done anything right now. And then that's it. it then, then you're going outside of the facility to bring someone in. How much do they know about football? Not much. They kind of admitted that. So it, it's a very weird place to be. A bad place, I should say.
0: It is. Yeah. I mean, when you're a billionaire and you just spent billions on something and it looks like this, not... Not just losing. Losing is one thing, but uh, it's the old phrase, bad and boring. They're bad and boring.
1: Embarrassing, too.
0: And embarrassing. And I could just imagine them just tearing the whole thing down, top to bottom. Yep. So yep. that is uh, something that needs to be kept a very close eye on. I uh-huh. can't
1: believe we're here. I can't either. I can't believe it. All right. For
0: what it's worth, I would not fire George P. No, I wouldn't either. If you fire George Payton,
2: I think there's a really good chance George Payton is doing very well somewhere else in five years. And you look back and say, why the hell did they do that?
0: Yeah, I think that would be a, an emotional reactionary yep. move.
2: I agree. <sighs> now, emotional I mean,
1: reactionary to uh, holding the guy accountable who's made the two the two worst things that are hurting the Broncos right now?
0: I would at least see if... Fixing one of those two things yeah. fixes the whole thing. I it'd mean, be the, too soon the, to pull that trigger.
1: I I don't think so.
0: Really? You'd do it?
1: No, I'm, I'm not saying. I just uh, I don't. I wouldn't blame him at all. Uh, I don't think it'd be a, a bad move. I, this guy I just do. went I out do. on a coaching search uh, and hired Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel True. Hackett, if, if you want to give him credit, give him credit for Evero. It wasn't George Payton that brought Everett mm-hmm. here. That was Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. So, I mean, if you really want to look at these things, maybe Nathaniel Hackett's, you know, batting one for two, including himself being the 0 Uh Right now, George Payton's really 0 for two when it comes to big decisions.
0: Yeah, but George Payton also brought in Pat Sertan. He brought in Baron Browning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that's, l-
1: that's doing them great. As they're 2-5 and right now. That's all you can do, We've known that defense doesn't win you games. But uh,
0: they tried to fix the offense. Yeah.
1: Got it wrong. Who got it wrong? George Payton. There you go. There you go. It's very (laughs) rare to
0: fire a GM because they made one bad hire. Yeah. Two. What's the other bad hire?
1: Russell Wilson.
0: But again, you have to see if you can fix. You're much better off trying to see if changing the coaching staff fixes Russell yep. Wilson and then you can keep a GM who's done a very good job in a lot of other categories. Yep. Anybody would have made that trade.
1: I don't know. I mean, I think anybody would have Certainly the Seahawks wouldn't have. They were totally true. out on him. They couldn't though. They already had him. Right. Yeah, yeah. I am just saying I wouldn't I wouldn't blame uh, I wouldn't blame the uh, uh, Walton-Penner group for doing it. Again, I'm not saying that I would do it, but 0 for 2 on the two biggest moves you made this offseason. I think that's grounds for, for making a change there. Again, I'm not saying I would do it, but that is grounds for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, how many times did John Elway strike out on moves he made in the offseason? Yeah,
1: Yeah, and how was he as a general manager after Peyton Manning left? I don't think anyone defends him, Ryan. But what
0: I'm saying is he got a very long leash.
1: And did we think that was correct?
0: Uh, I actually said when they won the Super Bowl, you, you essentially earned yourself a five-year leash. Now, this team yep. doesn't have that. Um but it's hard to replace quarterbacks. It's hard to fix those things. I thought George Payton did the best possible move he could have done this offseason yep. to to fix that. I think a lot of people agreed. Maybe there's a few that didn't. Um, and it hasn't worked out. But again, try to fix one problem at a time. Because you're stuck with Russ. Yep. So see if fixing the coaching hire, which many... GMs have hired bad coaches. In fact, almost all of them have hired a bad coach yep. at some point, uh, and see if that works. I get what you're saying. Is
1: so. Would wait, really quick. Would you blame the Walton-Penner group for moving on from George Payton I'd yes. say they made a mistake. Okay. Yeah, I would say yep. they made a. Okay.
0: That was an emotional and reactionary yep. move. Okay. Yep. But it, maybe it gets better. What I would guess is they end up getting a worse GM, and then I would really blame them.
3: Yep.
1: It could happen, and it's a gamble that you're taking for yep. sure.
0: Yep. All right. Let's get to these super chats. Oh, first, let's start with the poll. Sorry. Uh, We did post a poll. Got 500 votes. The
5: question was, does Nathaniel Hackett make it through the season? 533 votes. No. Got 72% of the votes.
1: There you go.
0: Yeah. And obviously, that's a little bit more of like probably what people want than what they think. uh, But... It's also very emotional
1: right now. And it's. Just, off another disgusting performance. And it's
0: also very telling. Yeah. Fan base is done. Uh, and I saw that in many different ways today, which is such a bummer. I can't believe we're sitting here. I really can't. Um, I, it felt like everything was set up well for the Broncos. And they fumbled the bag in a unbelievable way.
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And it. it
0: pun intended because it all starts with the fumbles in seattle i truly believe that like sent them into a different dimension
1: and then then that just means you don't have the right coaching staff you don't have the players you don't have the leaders on the team totally Mm -hmm. all right first super chat coming in from matthew says my boys sending love from the east coast we have all seen the notifications about the broncos taking calls for chubb and judy and your opinion do we sell to get draft picks or hold on for the year
2: Oh, if you had to guess, obviously you guess Albert O gets traded. Um, Chubb, Judy, Hamler, I'd say one of the three is gone. I'm a lot closer to two than zero.
1: I mean, it feels feels kind of irresponsible to hold on those guys and not get anything for them, Uh, unless you think that the reason everyone is struggling is because of Nathaniel Hackett. Mm -hmm. And then you should make a move because if you think that kj hamler jerry judy bradley chubb are more valuable on your team than a second fifth and seventh that you would get back for them then you 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 clearly think it's a coaching staff
0: yeah i'll say because uh i don't think the i don't think the organization necessarily believes in jerry judy um so i think he will be out um and I think that there is a decent chance that KJ and Alberto are also gone. I don't think Bradley Chubb goes anywhere.
1: There we go. All right, next one from Jeremy says: offense hasn't scored a single point in the third quarter all season. That has to be leadership, i.e., coaching.
0: I think they have. I think they're averaging like .79 points I, in the third quarter. I think, I think it's either
2: three.
1: yeah. I think it's either three or six. I think it's five, but one was a safety. There we go. There we go. So yeah, they. they yeah, have, but I mean, we're we're splitting hairs at this point. Um, I don't. Unbad. I don't think that's just coaching. I think that points to uh, everyone. You can't be that bad and it just be on one part of yeah. the organization. I mean, I think, that that's on every single part of the offense, every player and every coach on the
2: offense. The Crazy thing is, it feels like they've been starting with the ball in the second half, very often too. But that could just be wrong. I, mean, I, I think I mean halftime adjustments are the big piece. Also, when you've only scored however many points all season, like the numbers so low that just out of randomness, you're probably gonna have a quarter that's low. Not this
1: low, but I think that combined with the coaching adjustments would be the top. I think what it what what all of this boils down to, and this is probably the best way for me to say it, instead of saying, mm-hmm. I, and I was never saying, fire George Payton right now, yeah. uh, or that it's not all Alden thing Unfortunately, what we've learned in this two and five streak is it's quarterback. It's offensive talent. It's coaching. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the the personnel that you've brought in. It's all part of the problem. You're not two and five because just one coach is bad, because Nathaniel Hackett is Mm -hmm. so bad. Nathaniel Hackett has been so bad, but so has so many other things. And that's the unfortunate thing, because I wish there was one thing to point to and say, it's all Hackett. Fire him, and you're going to be fine. And that's just the brutal realization that i keep coming to each week after i'm kicked in the gut another time it's just it's a big issue on offense the good thing is this is not an issue on defense yeah. it's a big one on
0: offense. i do i do feel though that today revealed that offensive scheme identity and play calling is the single biggest issue facing them right now and that gives me a little bit of hope that it can be fixed by changing those positions interesting
1: mm-hmm. i think a. Quarterback raises the ships from being literally the worst offense in the NFL. Yeah, and
0: and that's why I just think the biggest miss was hiring a whole offensive staff of Mm first-timers.
1: Yeah. And isn't that on George Payton, too? Yes. To be Nathaniel Hackett's boss and say, no, let's, let's bring some guys in. Because George Payton realized it was an issue after week one and said, oh, shit. What just happened in Seattle? It's probably because we didn't have the right things in place. And if George Payton jumps in, because remember the day after uh, things went wrong in Seattle, Nathaniel Hackett said he was not going to bring any additional help in. What happened two days later? Additional help was brought in. What happened in that time span? He met with George Payton. So George Payton probably said, okay, you need some help here. That's also on George Payton for for allowing Nathaniel Hackett to to just fully hire his own staff.
0: Yeah, it's... That's bad. That's bad. And and I do think that is on George Payton to step in there and say, no, 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 no. We need some adults in the room. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean that, of course, metaphorically, yeah. but it's some experience. In yes. The room. Experience in the room. And it, it just looking back, I think that they believed what we believed, which was that Russell Wilson would essentially make everyone look good. Everyone look smart. And, you know, you'll let him kind of run the show And have kind of the Peyton Manning effect where like Peyton Manning was just getting people hired left and right Mm -hmm. because he made everyone look so good. Now we always knew that. Russell Wilson wasn't quite the level of Peyton Manning, but I do think that was a belief within the organization is we got Russ. He's got us.
3: (laughs)
2: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In hindsight, that just feels so wrong. Like at the time I would have agreed, but you also look back. It's not like his whole career. He's been an elevator. Like he's, he's, he, he hasn't done the...
1: Yet. Oh, I think so. You think I th- so? I think the Seattle teams the past few years have, have not been very good. Now, maybe I'm being... And everyone... I think everyone kind of thought that. Maybe yeah. outside of you, I thought everyone thought yeah. that, that Russ was raising the ship these past few years. And yeah. obviously, the first five years, he had a really good defense. He had a really good team. Past five years, I, I thought most people thought that that it was all him.
2: Yeah, but you also... like So, Tyler Lockett's stats... Uh, let's see if we can pull him up here. It's taking a second. But the thing is, like, I feel like everybody around him just
1: did what you expected him to do. You have... Uh, where'd this go? I mean, pretty bad offensive line, and he was still yeah. able to have a winning record. An awful defense of the past couple of years, and he still has a winning record. That one you definitely... Can,
0: that one, The defense you can definitely point to and say, like, that was unequivocally bad
1: and he was still able to overcome it
0: for sure but i'm that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. the offense is tough because it looks really good with geno smith right now yeah Yeah. well
1: well, no but that's hindsight now yes of course i think that that take doesn't look as good now but i think when the past few years everyone was saying man no wonder russ wants out it's just him out there and he's doing everything himself
2: you also look back so tyler lockett last year 1175 that's a big number before that 1054 1057 965 like that's just what tyler lockett does like, if you put Tyler Lockett with Peyton Manning, those numbers are 1,400, 1,500, you know? You put Tyler Lockett with Zach Wilson, maybe you dip down below 1,000, 900. Like, to be fair, I just talk don't about think about one player. Oh, totally. But I think the same thing with DK Metcalf. I think all those guys, all the way through, were kind of who they were. And I wouldn't necessarily say that, like, Russell Wilson really was that big elevator for that whole offense. I think, Maybe I'm wrong. Wow. I, I think, definitely. I some hindsight. In really? That's what I was going to okay. say. Is I okay, definitely yes. thought so at the time. Yes, yeah. I agree. I
0: said that too.
1: Well, that's all I'm saying. I think yeah. hindsight, yeah, you can now say, shit, look what Gino's yeah. doing.
0: I know. And unfortunately, it looks like DK... Took a big injury today, yeah, uh, which will hurt them substantially. But they also added Kenneth Walker, who is a beast. Yep. Yeah,
1: he is. But, but Henry, to your point, and if that's the case, and the more we learn, the more it seems like it wasn't uh, – Russ wasn't elevating, that's a bad news for the Broncos. Totally. That's really bad news. Yeah, it is. Next one coming in from Fonzie says, Seahawks are going to draft Bryce Young with our first-round pick, aren't they? <laughs>
0: I mean, I'd like to say it won't be that high, but I guess I can't say that for sure at you know sure what it is right point. now? I will say four.
1: Six. Okay. The Broncos have the sixth pick in the draft right now, and they are only one loss away. I should say one game away from having the second overall pick.
0: The th- yeah. The other thing with the Broncos is they have, like, the number one strength of schedule. Um, so... It's gonna. They won't. Uh, they'll be on the wrong end of all the tiebreakers for a season, from a Seahawks perspective. Right.
1: That's that's true. The only team that is two and five that has a worse draft pick is the Jaguars, who they play next week.
0: The Jags are are an interesting one. I wonder what they're saying over there, um, because they did hire the adult. Yeah. They hired Doug Peterson. That was supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, it, it feels like that was the anti-Hackett move, right? Right. And that's not working either.
1: They've had pretty much the exact same thing as the Broncos in terms of they've been in every game within like three or seven points at some point in the fourth quarter.
0: Yep. Do the Broncos go back, if we see a coaching search, do they just go right back to Dan Quinn, which seemed like their original first choice?
1: Nope, because you need offense. Your defense is fine. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And you you may lose Evero, but um, you have to get offense. I mean, and I, I agree. The, the way to lock it down is by just getting the head
0: I just, there's some belief out there that that still was George Payton's first option. And the the Cowboys basically just said, like, we'll pay you whatever we have to to keep you around. Um, that's pretty damning. Well, and the Broncos were in a weird position at the time because they didn't have the Walton money at the time. Um, mm-hmm. So it's possible. I don't know if that's actually true. That's just kind of a rumor. But...
1: That's I could see shitty rumor, to, not not by you, okay. but I, no, 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 no. I mean by like, whoever is saying that, because then it's just so undermining Nathaniel Hackett right now, which is so easy. Why didn't this rumor come out a month after Hackett was hired, before any, uh, before everyone knew that Hackett wasn't going to do a, a good job? It, well, it seems too, seems too perfect time. We do that.
0: know that the that the Cowboys came in with a massive raise for yeah. Dan Quinn. Yeah, um, a head
1: coach of any team should get more than a defensive coordinator.
0: Yes, but that's not true of Dan Quinn. He's making more money than a lot of head coaches. That much. Yeah,
2: it's Jerry Jones.
0: They'll blow the money. Um, so or maybe I shouldn't say a lot, but definitely like the first time he's probably making more money than Nathaniel Hackett. Um, So, if I'm Georgia Payton, that's a good rumor for me. Um, well, because that's what it is. I'm telling. Of that's, course it is. that's what I'm telling the Waltons is, hey, look, I wanted this guy, but we didn't have any money. Or we didn't have the money at the time. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. Anyways, if I were George Payton, I would want it to be true. And yeah, then I would course. say, let me go hire my guy, Dan Quinn, one of my good friends, who I think is going to do a great job.
1: And here's why I don't think that that's true. Just hearing it for the first time too, um, is they didn't even have a second interview with Dan Quinn when they thought that they were going to lose Nathaniel Hackett. They locked him down right then before Jacksonville could get a second interview. So
0: who knows? Yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to breathe life into it. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of having a conversation about what that would mean uh, and if that's a possibility. I The reason I bring it up is because I do think it's a very big possibility uh, that they would go that direction.
1: It's a great look for George Payton if it's true. All right. Next super chat coming in from our guy. Brian says, thanks for the content, boys. Safe travels in London.
0: So mad at the Madden League. Oh, no. Just, all the action on a Sunday when I I just can't participate. (laughs) It was a lot
1: of action. Probably intentional.
0: Yeah, probably is. (laughs) Probably. Such BS.
1: Keeping you out.
0: (laughs) Brian, I'll hit you up later about that trade we were talking about.
1: And in the next week, you're shut out for Madden, too.
0: Oh, no, the Xbox is no. coming. Oh, my God.
5: You think the Xbox You're isn't going to come?
1: I originally
0: not? wasn't. And then once we got our teams, I just caught the fever again. Oh, my God.
5: Ryan wow. was like, wow, I don't know if I've actually missed this too much. Oh, now he's obsessed again.
2: Uh, <laughs> yep. It's been a big day. It's, it's very unfortunate. <laughs> I love my team. I can't leave them out to dry. I'm getting there. Wow. I'm getting, I'm getting to loving my team.
1: All right. Thomas Anderson says, sell Alberto and Hamler. Heck, even Chubb. Because Browning is good. Browning is also hurt now. <laughs> he doesn't. Did, of course, he is. I have
0: no idea, but it didn't look bad. He was just chilling on the sidelines. I
1: believe it's a strained hip, with what, you have, what I don't know what that means I know, in terms I of just, time frame. I
0: feel he like I have put, a strained hip if I just sleep on the same side of the bed for the whole night.
2: Uh, Never turn 30. I wonder if that's what happened to him.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right, next one. Uh, Valley Bandit says, "Why does this hurt so much?" Every week, I try to stay positive, but it's hard. DNVR is the only thing keeping me from being depressed. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That uh, that, means the, the, that means the most. We yes. hear it a lot. Um, I wish we didn't hear it. I wish we heard, mm-hmm. man, DNVR makes being a Broncos fan so much more fun because it's already so much fun. Right. But you guys really enhance yep. it. But it feels like every week we meet someone who says, man, you guys are the only thing that gets me through these seasons. We appreciate that deeply. I wish we it didn't have to come to this. Um, I got to admit something on this point. Oh, no. Didn't. Feel much when yeah. the fourth down pass fell incomplete?
1: No, I told you guys before the Chargers post game last week how much that one hurt, yep. and uh, because that's when I knew it was done. Yeah, uh, for for the for the most part. And sure, can they get things turned around? Um, yeah, they can go on a crazy win streak. Still nine games left. We're gonna be here every practice, every game, yep. giving you pause. We're going to London this week, um, but. The more you accept that, the more you're like, damn, that sucks. Yeah, it,
0: does. It, is, it was a weird feeling because I was thinking about the way I felt in the Seattle game. I mean, I might as well have been shaking. It was yeah. so intense. And today it was like, oh, fourth down game on the line. Man. Incomplete. Nah. Happened again. Let's go do the show. Yeah. I told Zach in like the third quarter, I don't really have
2: any opinions about that game. That was It tough. was just kind of like, there There it is. There's that
0: thing. Yeah, when Ali asked us who king of the game is. I legitimately had to rack my brain. Yeah. Like, who played well? I don't remember.
3: Yeah. And Let's one person
0: it. did.
1: The DraftKings sportsbook king of the game back. is Draymond Jones with back-to-back sacks. Of course, one that could have been a DJ Jones strip fumble uh, or, or uh, fumble return for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But then on the very next play, the defense bounces back just like good teams, good defenses, good units are supposed to. And when they don't get a call, go their way, you just make the play yourself. And Draymond Jones came out with a sack on Zach Wilson, which forced the Jets to punt.
0: Could you imagine if there wasn't P.I. on that, what we would be saying about that dropped at Justin Simmons' interception?
1: Oh, man. Mm. I can't believe it. Wow. Yeah, Took right. his eyes off the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was right there. I guess so I, uh, easy. I
0: guess I'd give him a little bit of a break because he thought, I have to score a touchdown for us to win this game on uh, this play. I mean, that just, would be a crazy thought to have right there.
1: Let's just talk about a couple of other plays. Jerry Judy, a guy that could have been in the conversation for King of the Game. Of course, he also has a yeah. drop, which people got all over him about. Drops um, happen. Seven catches, you have a drop. It is what it is. Yeah, you can't have one drop a game, though. But yeah, see, he, If you he, give him 97 a, a game. What I will give him yeah, tons of credit yeah. for is missing one play after getting absolutely destroyed that was a hospital ball right there he was hit so hard and (laughs) it i wouldn't have been surprised if there was a major injury from that and then he's back the very next play after taking the mandatory one play off
0: i i don't know so i saw someone say it was like remarkable that he got up and ran off the field and i was just like i mean he's a football player like yeah,
3: it, it was in like broken ribs. It was a huge hit. It was back a huge two hit. Plays later, though.
0: That that's that was yes. that was impressive. But I like I don't know. It was just weird. It was like Jay, remarkable for Jerry Judy to get up and jog off the field. I was like,
1: oh, I mean, it was kind of interesting. You had back to back guys go down because K-1 Williams went down a couple mm-hmm. of plays later on the defensive side. Medical teams go to both, and then they both just jog off. It's like Wait, that's not post hat like yep. you're, you're really happy to see it but it's just a weird sight to see yep yeah. also
0: let me just be clear i would not have gotten up so i guess it <laughs> is too you know, slightly remarkable that but i true. i guess i expect it of football players
1: sure fair fair all right cooper says gentlemen in my opinion the problems are coaching including strength and conditioning o-line receivers and russ in that order
2: hmm i don't, don't line's been that bad
0: i don't think it's been that bad it, today was kind of telling Uh, because there were several, several big passing plays when Brett Rippin had time to hit his back foot, step up, and make a throw. And I was impressed by that.
1: Okay, Lewis Lewis in the Madden League um, says that he always remembers that uh, uh, this thing that one of the guys from PFF says. And it's every team, or like 90% Uh of teams, think they have a bottom five offensive line. Exactly. And I think PFF this year, you told me, before this game. Right in the middle. No, no, top
2: 10. Yeah, no, they were... A
1: top 10 off. They're like fourth at run blocking and pass blocking and then ninth yep. on the other one. And there was another stat that Yikes. I saw last week that I quote tweeted and people hated me for it, but it wasn't a PFF stat. It was something else. It said the yeah. Broncos have like uh, something like a top seven offensive line. And so yeah. I'm not trying to cherry pick here. I'm just saying there, there's some numbers that say that it's really... just Not not just as bad as you think. It's actually good.
2: The thing <laughs> is like when you're getting free runners up the A-gaps... That's because the quarterback's not saying, hey, shift inside. Somebody
0: block this guy. Okay, but what does it say when you can't establish the run at all? No, today it was rough. Today it was bad. At all, really, since Javante went down. 3.8
1: yards per carry today.
2: Yeah, I mean, you had, what, Latavius had 4.4 last week. And for Latavius Murray, like...
1: Yeah, I don't like seeing
0: Latavius Murray run sweeps. I feel like that's not uh, highlighting his strengths. No, I would no, agree. I don't think
2: so. I <laughs> uh,
1: yeah,
0: his strength being,
2: his strength. strength. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Murray
1: also hurt now—an ankle injury. Oh, sir. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and by Mike the way, Boone. The, and, I know Boone yes, broke and, one. And Mike, maybe it's just Mike uh, Boone, actually.
0: We okay. are in a timeline where we're just destined for Melvin Gordon to get the ball as much as possible. And, yeah, by the way, the
1: Broncos play in London this week, meaning it's probably going to be hard to get guys from other practice squads and free agents and bring them over in time and stuff. That's kind of an interesting thing about this. Probably got to be making calls tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you're getting anyone on the team playing tomorrow.
0: No, but they can. I mean, they
1: can yeah, fly yeah, yeah. on meet a plane to there. London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gonna be a
0: big divino Zimbo They can come meet. with us.
3: Yeah, we yeah. leave tomorrow night.
0: <laughs> just have to star in the vlogs. Gonna get to the airport uh, extra early just to watch Monday Night Football. Yep. Uh, get you know, get set up, have a couple beers. There you go. Watch Monday Night Football. <laughs> get on a plane. Hopefully, pass
1: right out. There you go. I love it. Hopefully. After Monday Night Football, um, yes. Thomas Anderson also says, "How realistic is it we make the DC head coach?" Um, I, I think if you're going to make anyone the head coach on this staff, it's going to be him because yeah. you're going to say, we have a great defensive coordinator. Is he a great head coach? Uh-huh. He's the one that makes sense to test out.
2: And I will. I mean, the young coach thing has kind of turned me off. Maybe it's just for the moment. Who knows? The other thing is, like, it's not like is Euro ever improved the defense. Like, uh, it, it's, it's kind of improved. It, you think it's better than last year?
0: Yeah. Okay, a little bit. There okay. wasn't that much room for improvement, but I think it is better. And I think Ejero Evero's done a great job, but
2: you know, I mean there's a lot of talent back there.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're going to make a move in season, you that would be the person you want to give a look to. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It would be.
1: I agree. Uh 19EHF says, uh Chiefs fan here. Wow. Hoping you guys get it together. A competitive AFC West is fun to watch. Also, Please give a new head coach. Russ ain't the man. Ain't the main problem. Get a new head coach because Russ ain't the main problem. You're a thank- much
0: bigger man than I yeah, am. Thank yeah, thank you, Chiefs
1: fans, for tuning in.
0: I would just like to say I hope everything goes wrong for the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, and you guys sh- should also get a new head coach, uh, just for funsies.
1: So, so the Broncos can hire Andy Reid.
0: But I appreciate the sentiment. Um, how and about this? Like I said, you're you're bigger man than I.
1: The Raiders and. Uh, Uh, Chiefs today outscored in their their each one games today. They outscored the Broncos in their past three
3: games. (laughs) Think about that. I'm
1: not just talking about one team in your division. Two teams in your division outscored you for your past three games combined. Crazy. Don't love it. It is. It is.
0: At least the Chargers got smacked. They did.
1: That's They did. Orange says Kellen Moore is head coach what y'all think of that next year
0: uh, i'm kind of with hank i don't know if i can do first time head coach again
1: i think well and i don't want to be in that spot of saying no first time uh, head coach because yeah. brian dable yes is, is, is doing True. a great job it's just about getting the right guy
0: it is it is for sure but i'm just saying like my personal feelings i'm just not yes. going to be as nearly as excited about first time guys as someone who has a little bit of experience
1: i mean that that's completely fair yep.
0: um Mike McDaniel also doing a great job. Basically, for the same reason you or didn't want a good an job.
3: old
2: man head coach last time.
1: Right, just to do yeah, the opposite. Just because
2: you're so,
0: you have PTSD from what just happened. Yep. It's the same reason the Broncos didn't draft Josh Allen.
1: Um, ah. Also, the uh, Cowboys' offense is not blowing anyone. It, it would be their defense that it's you're Cooper so Rush, impressed though. with. Um, it yeah, was, at least. Yeah, but I mean, just doing okay. Seventeen points, twenty two points, twenty five points, twenty three points with Cooper Rush. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next yeah. one. Twenty four <laughs> points against the worst defense in the NFL today at Gosh. home.
0: I'm I I already have coaching search fatigue yeah i know
1: i can't believe it (laughs) schwabi says i had free tickets to this game today but made the wise decision and didn't go i'd rather go to build a to build Build a bear bear. than watch another 2022 broncos game those
2: both sound incredible what is he talking (laughs) about
0: i uh i can't relate to this one true i will say i didn't i didn't actively seek out tickets to this game yep. which I totally understand anyone who did that if someone would have said here have some tickets and they were good tickets <laughs>
1: I would have gone <laughs> that's kind of what tickets are getting to hey do you want these pretty much free
3: uh, yeah
0: unbelievable yeah. Uh, it's, And when I say that I truly mean I can't believe this
1: I don't know how many yeah. times in the past two weeks I've said I would have never ever seen yeah. this coming and I think it was Troy Rank or someone today said Zach, no one could have seen this. It wasn't just, like, bad analysis from one or two. It was no one could have seen this coming.
0: Yeah, that's, like, the only solace, because, like, I've been wrong about the Broncos many times. Yeah. Um... But and I'm always just more optimistic than the average person. Mm-hmm. But at least this time I have like ninety nine percent of people right. look as stupid as I do. Yep,
1: yep, exactly. <laughs> and even the Chiefs fans feel so bad. They're just like, here, here's five bucks. Hope you guys turn it around. <laughs> Shout out to that now guy. It's, man. Now it's just sad for you guys. I
2: remember when people got upset that I said they were going ten and seven. Yeah. Isn't that wild to think about?
1: Yeah. And you guys were the optimistic people last week saying they both saying they'd be four and four at the bye. Wow, look at us now! Crazy. And I, I might have been too optimistic. We may sit here in one week and say, Zach, what were you thinking? Say, saying they were going to go three and five before the buy. It's Two possible. About 50-50. Yep. Um, and they were underdogs on DraftKings Sportsbook the last time I checked Oof. against the Jags. Insane. Um, we got another one from uh, uh, Obuwan. Thank you. Says, any chance Hackett is this year's Nick Sirianni? Yep. Yeah, I mean, there is a a chance. And that's why the Broncos would give Nathaniel Hackett for the rest of the season and say, look, you've never done this job before. We're going to give you more than just two months on the job. Now, at five months on the job, if you haven't showed improvement, we're going to move on from you. But it's not entirely... Out of the picture uh, that Nathaniel Hackett is the head coach next year. If he shows improvement in the final three months on this job, and mm-hmm. they say you're trending in the right direction, why do we want to blow this all up just to start from from, yep. uh, from over again? Yep. Not anything anyone wants to hear.
3: right <laughs> Doing
0: now, the but... like Nathaniel Hackett Nick Sirianni thing is similar to doing like the Drew Lock Josh Allen thing. Yeah. It's like, can it happen? Yes, but the evidence we have says probably not.
1: Not worth making the bet. Yeah, definitely not and last one from our guy Jeff says at least we have owners now I don't think they will stand for this something's gotta
3: give I'm,
0: we're gonna learn a lot about them yeah someone asked me all, all you know everyone that asks me a question can they will they fire and do this I'm like we have no information None. no information on what this group feels what they do who they are and this will tell this will shape our opinions on just about anything that happens after this you know oh, right. if they make the move then we'll say okay well they have a little bit of a quick trigger they're not gonna yeah. you know tolerate a certain level of play if they don't make the move then they'll say okay well this is a patient group they're not gonna you know jump the gun they're gonna you know leave it up to the people in charge of the organization so we're gonna find mm-hmm. out a
1: lot we are we certainly are think that's it. Wow. That we hit them all.
0: Is it from a super chat standpoint appreciate you guys always here that uh it means a lot to us to have to have you guys to talk to after games like this um, hopefully it gets better i think it will eventually get better i don't know how soon it's going to can't get worse it always can get worse
1: <laughs> it didn't get worse today yeah. it, it, it didn't was get the worse. same old broncos the average went down it got a little bit worse but they scored nine points two weeks ago <laughs> no, it's worse. They scored nine points two weeks ago in overtime they had an extra quarter Don't so yes do this, this fight was again better.
0: i disagree uh anyways that's gonna wrap it up for us thank you guys for joining us we'll be back not tomorrow i always say we'll be back tomorrow tomorrow we are traveling to london yes uh so we will be back tuesday mm-hmm. with you guys excited to completely change the vibes of because i know we we aren't going to be able to have a bad time when we're in london oh you just you baby.
5: and be sure to catch all of our content we're gonna do daily vlogs we're gonna just be all over social media so
0: yep tune in uh can't wait to take you guys on the trip with us even if you're not actually going on the trip with us and you still have the opportunity to go on the trip with us if you're gonna make it out there friday night saturday two events on saturday uh the tailgate on sunday looking forward to seeing a lot of you uh and hoping to see even more of you so we'll talk to you guys later